Hello, and welcome to the Super Professor Podcast. You're listening to Clemens Kunkel, a.k.a. Super Professor. And today we're going to talk about another new CD of mine called Faster Than Light Speed, What's Next? Now, this uh, CD is based upon a book of mine on Amazon. New theories that I have on the universe called Keys to Unlocking the Universe. It's I have uh, multiple theories on there, how we can travel faster than the speed of light, and I explain how and why. Then, this CD is, is trying to get people caught up with hypothetically believing that we can travel faster than the speed of light. Then, you know, do something simple. Right now, let's say you have a ship, just hypothetically, just work with me a little bit. Right now, you have a ship that can travel faster than the speed of light. The speed of light is 186,282 miles per second in the vacuum of space. So, what does that mean? Well, if you look at the sun right now, you're looking at the sun in the past. You're not looking at it in the present. What does that mean? Light travels at a set speed. So, if you look at the sun right now, you're looking at it in the past, 8.3 minutes ago. Because that star has moved. It's... Uh, how do I explain it? If you're sitting on the sun and you turn the flashlight on right now at this very instant, you won't see it from Earth. Now think about this. If you turn it on, a flashlight on the sun right now, you won't see it on Earth right now at the same instant. Why? Because light travels at a set speed. It takes time for it to reach Earth. It takes 8.3 minutes. So you see my flashlight turn on 8.3 minutes after I done did it. It's not the present. It's the past. So when you look at the sun, that's not where it is. That's where it was. <laughs> Just think about that. That's where that sun was. It's not where it is. Now, here's the thing. You look deeper into space. Let's take the closest star, Proxima Centauri. Proxima, it's 4.3 light years traveling at the speed of light. 4.3 years. So you, in other words, you're looking at a star, the closest star to us. Not our sun, the the other star. The closest one is 4.3 light years away in the past. So where you see that star... You're looking at it in the past 4.3 years. Wrap your head around that simple thing right there. The closest star, besides our sun, our sun is a a star, but the closest star to us is 4.3 light years away. So when you see that star on a telescope, no, it's not there. You're looking at the path of that star. It has moved for 4.3 years someplace else. So every star, every galaxy, every constellation, everything, dark matter, dark energy, everything we look at is the past. It's not the present. Light travels at a set speed and it Dependent upon the medium that it's traveling in. What did I just say? Well, if you use 
Earth, light travels 186,000 miles per second on Earth. But wait a minute. I thought you said a set speed. Yes. Depending upon the medium. In space, it's different. Earth is different. But wait a minute. Light traveling through glass is slower also. Wait a minute. Light traveling through water is also a different speed. So you must understand the medium that the light is traveling through to understand how fast it is. Does that help? But anyway, okay, we're going to go a little bit further. So basically, the CD that I have out is explaining that we our star charts that we have today are out of date for traveling faster than the speed of light. So my concept is trying to get people caught up with like, no, we can travel faster than the speed of light. And why am I saying that? Well, back in the old days, you know, during Edward Hubble's time and Albert Einstein. Now, that's not too far back. It's really close. It's less than 200 years, right? Just think about those smart people, okay? But during their time, the Milky Way galaxy was the known universe. The Milky Way galaxy was the entire universe. Wrap your head around. The Milky Way galaxy was the universe. You know what happened? Edward Hubble goes, no, no, no. That star that we're looking at... um, No, that's not a star. That's a galaxy with trillions and billions of stars. Oops. Okay. So our perception, our knowledge was limited. And then we got smarter and go, okay. Milky Way galaxy is not the only galaxy out there. There's, okay, let's see. I'm I'm giving you all the information. The Milky Way galaxy is one of more than 125 billion galaxies that are out there. And I just gave you old information. I don't know what the number is now, but I just gave you old information. It's probably like 20 years old, that information I just gave you. 125 billion galaxies are out there. Our Milky Way galaxy, it used to have 100 billion suns. And then it went to uh, 500 billion suns. Then it went to a trillion suns. In our, just in our Milky Way galaxy. So as we get better and smarter and understanding more and understanding more, we have to get rid of old knowledge because old knowledge does not work. You can't stick with old knowledge. What is old knowledge? Well, the Earth was flat. We know it's not. The Earth is the center of the universe. No, it's not. The sun, the Earth, the sun is the center of the universe. And oh, no, it's not. The Milky Way galaxy is a known universe. Oh, no, it's not can't stick with old knowledge why because it doesn't work nothing it doesn't work out as we get smarter and smarter and smarter we can't stick with old knowledge you got to get rid of it if new knowledge is kicking its butt you just can't stay with it so the cd is catching you up on how to travel fast and speed of light what we have to do to travel fast and speed of light that's what my cd coming out is okay so faster than light speed, what's next is training people to get their head wrapped around, hey, we need to start planning right now for traveling faster than speed of light because everything we have is obsolete. Star charts are obsolete. So that's what the CD is about, catching you up on what, what we need. Now, I don't know how many people out there understand that we're, we're, gonna, we're, living, off, we're, gonna, we're living off Earth. 
we have the International Space Station. More than 533 people have lived in space. And I just gave you old information again. Why? Because I'm an old person. I'm, I'm 61 this year. So I'm giving you old information because I've been around science for years. I'm old. I'm not weak. I said I'm old. <laughs> I didn't say I was weak. I, I'm, not, I'm not a Trumper. I'm not a Trump. I'm not weak in any way, shape, or form. Look me up. You'll see what I can do. Understand that knowledge is power for the right, not for the wrong. You've got to advance. You've got to move ahead. Because we're overpopulating the planet and we need to get off world. Not to understand that is a lack of knowledge and, and understanding. Don't have lack of knowledge. Man-made climate change is dangerous, dangerous, dangerous as hell. Why do I know that? Because I have knowledge. Don't listen to people with no knowledge. Listen to people with knowledge. When someone says we didn't land on the moon, we don't want to ask them, why did three people die before we got to the moon? On our side, I'm not even talking about the Russian side. They lost three too. Why would I know that? Because I got knowledge. Knowledge is power. And someone says we haven't done something. Oh, wait a minute. I got a lot of information. I can tell you what we've done because we have a learning curve. Now, how do I help you out on that? Well, Biosphere Dome 1, Biosphere Dome 2, don't know what that is, go study. It's where an encapsulated environment. That's, I mean, the International Space Station is the, like the seventh station that's been up. And it's international now because it costs money to get up and everything else. And yes, the soy is on it. Yes, connected to it. Yes, to help our astronauts get back. But we have to go further. We need to land on Mars. Mars is just a stepping stone for living off world. We'll live on a moon, but it's just a stepping stone for living on an exoplanet. Exoplanet is a planet that we want to live on. It's a planet around another star in a Goldilocks zone. We're looking for a Goldilocks zone planet that we can live on. What is a Goldilocks zone? It's like, oh, that's funny. It's like, oh, no, no. There's three bears, right? <laughs> you eat the, the porridge and, you know, the... You know, the bed's too hard. So what it's saying is that the Goldilocks zone is the star is, isn't cooking the planet. So if the planet is too close to the sun, it gets too hot. It can't support life. If the planet too far away, it's too cold. Doesn't support life. The planet has to be just the right distance from that star for life to be able to survive. So the CD that I have coming out is walking you through the steps of mapping star charts and work, it, it walks you through what we have to do if we could travel fast and speed a lot. It walks you through on our steps. The books, my CDs and my books, explain more about dark matter, dark energy. I don't know how many people out there know, but let, let, let me help you out. 
I'm going to give you a little bit of education right now. How fast are you moving if you're sitting in this, in your chair in a house? What is your speed in the universe? How many people know what your speed is? Anybody know? What about the, okay, so I'm asking a specific question. I want you to think a little bit. All right, so what is the Earth's rotation? What's the Earth's rotation around the sun? What's the Earth's rotation around the Milky Way galaxy? The sun's rotation around the Milky Way galaxy. All right, so here we go. The Earth rotates at 1,000 miles per hour at the equator. So if you're sitting in your, sitting in your chair, you're moving at 1,000 miles per hour if you're at the equator. Slower speed as you go up further from the North Pole to South Pole. Okay? But you're moving at 1,000 miles per hour. Doesn't matter whether you're going with it or against it. You're still moving at 1,000 miles per hour. Everyone on the planet's moving 1,000 miles per hour. Are they moving faster than that? Yes. Everyone on the planet is going around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. So now you're at 67,000 miles an hour while you're sitting in your chair. You're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. We haven't put you in a spaceship. You're, you're sitting still. But wait a minute. Don't the sun move around the Milky Way galaxy at 504,000 miles an hour? And we're connected to the sun. We fall around it and it falls around the Milky Way galaxy. Now think of those speeds. 504,000 miles an hour. 66,600 miles an hour. 1,000 miles per hour while you're sitting still. Wrap your head around that simple, simple numbers right there. But wait a minute, we're not done. The Milky Way galaxy is not stationary. The Milky Way galaxy that we live in, the Milky Way galaxy, we're one Milky Way galaxy, we're one galaxy of 125 billion galaxies out there that are moving, but our Milky Way galaxy is falling toward a region of space called the Great Attractor. That's a gigantic body of galaxies. You're going to love this speed. 14 million miles an hour. Can you wrap your head around that? How fast? You're, you're like Superman right now. How fast you're moving. 14 million miles an hour is what we're traveling toward the Great Attractor. Now, we're falling toward the Great Attractor, but the, the, the reason that we're falling at that speed is unexplainable for a single Big Bang model. In my book, I explain why we're falling at that speed. Keys to unlocking the universe, look it up. I explain why we're moving at, the, at that breakneck speed. I also explain why the Great Attractor is there and there's no explanation for it. I also explain what the Great Wall is. I also explain what the, 
Um, cosmic microwave background difference, the heat signature left over from the Big Bang, 2.5, 4.5 above absolute zero. Why those two different temperatures are there? I explain a lot in my book, Keys to Unlocking the Universe. So my CD is stepping people to understand more and more and more. What I want to do is build a ship to travel faster than the speed of light. But wait a minute. Even if I had a ship right now, today, I can't use it. Because everything star chart we have is obsolete. Everything that we see is, is out of date. Because everything is in the past. We've got to move the star charts forward in time. We've got to start planning now for faster than light speed travel. That is what my book is about. That is what my CD is about. That is what I want to do. Travel faster than the speed of light. Get to a Goldilocks zone planet. Get to another habitable world. Mars is, is, is just a stepping stone. It's kind of like sailing across the ocean and you find an island. That's just a little bitty thing. It's not really where you want to be. Then you go further and further into the ocean and you end up in the new world, which is the United States. It's called the new world. <laughs> United States was considered the new world and it's just a continent. It's not anything special. It's just another place to live. But it was called the new world. What we really, really, really need is absolutely a new world to live on. And it's possible if you start making it possible. Man can't, just kind of like man can't break the four minute mile. Oh, yes, we did. You got to be able to break the four minute mile out and be able to compete, compete and track. Science is moving us and technology is advancing us so quick. Let me give you a simple example. Have you ever thought about going to a third world country that doesn't really understand electricity or anything? And showing them a microwave where you take food and put it in there and you have a, a, a generator and you create electricity go in there and, and you put the food in and it comes out hot. To them, that's magic. How did it get hot? There's no flame. There's no fire. There's no nothing to them. But understanding science, we know what that is. We know that microwave hit a striator plate, knocked the energy beams around in there, and it heated up the food. It vibrated the water molecules. All them little round circles on a microwave, that's the wavelength that the microwave energy can't get out. It's taller than that. Science is real. Science works. How do we know that? Go throw your light switch on. It works. How do we know that? You're listening to my podcast. You're listening on a device that grabs the signals coming into it. Think about all the technology we have. It's in your phone now. You can do so much with your phone. You can listen to me. You can you view people. You talk to people around the world now. You get information instantaneously around the world. Almost instantaneously. Nothing instantaneous, but you see what I'm saying? You, you got to get rid of the concept that... that Old information, we got to keep it. No, 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 it doesn't work. It's kind of like being able to count from one to a thousand, but we didn't have a zero. Back in the old days, zeros didn't exist. Someone added a zero. What else did they do? They added a negative one, ten, and they went the other direction. What else did they do? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Pythagorean theorem. 
Technology, mathematical equations work. We just keep changing, advancing, and get smarter and smarter and smarter. Can't stick with one one going forward if you want to advance yourself. No, you had to add the zero. No, you had to add a negative. You have to advance. Yes, if you want to stay in a cave, that's fine. Don't want to think we should live in space? Don't go. But we're going. My, my theories and everything else is to get us into space. I'm actually trying to figure out how to step over. Okay. How many people out there understand what dark matter and dark energy is? In my book, I explain what that is. Understand what I explain what dark matter is. I explain what dark energy is. It has not been explained yet. My books and my theories, I explain what that stuff is. You're going, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, really, I, I do. Let me explain what dark matter is. Dark matter is the other dimension bending the fabric of our space. And in my book, I explain and show you how. There's what's called dark matter is a macho. Macho stands for massive, compact, halo object. It's dark matter that we see, but they can't explain. In my book, I explain what that dark, that macho is. That macho is a black hole from another dimension dragging through our area of space and affecting our area of space. And I said what that macho would do. I have 42 empirical evidence. Everything I say I can prove 42 times. So I want to build a ship to travel faster than the speed of light. You want to make fun of me? Perfect. Let's do it face on. You think I don't know what I'm talking about? Great. Let's have a debate. Let's check your knowledge against my knowledge. Let's check your abilities against my abilities. I want to build a ship to travel faster than speed of light because that is the only way we are going to survive. Why? Because the dinosaurs, their timeline was way longer than ours. And they're extinct. I don't want the human race to go extinct. What killed the dinosaurs? Scientists know. I'm going to teach you what scientists said. And I'm going to go by what scientists said. The smart people. Scientists said that a meteorite hit, called a magnetic shockwave, energy through plumes, gas, and everything by the, in the Mexican area, by, in the Mexican, uh, right there by Mexico, in the ocean, hit there. And then that kinetic energy shockwave traveled through the planet and set off a super volcano on the other side of the planet. Set up, so we went into nuclear winter. The sun couldn't get in, and everything froze and died. What else can kill us besides meteorites? I mean, look at the moon. You don't think we'd get hit? Look at the moon. That thing's beat up. It's beat up for a reason. Stuff hits it. On Earth, you don't get to see the beaten up because debris and everything hits us daily. 400 tons of debris from space hit the earth daily. We're being coded daily, 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 daily. Landmass, storms, everything, plants, everything. Everything covers up something else. So you got to understand we, 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 are, we are in an area that's it's just it's dangerous living on earth. It really is. But will it be dangerous in space? Yeah, yeah. But if we have something coming toward us, we need to be able to get off the planet to survive. Or be able to come back and help people to survive. 
Mars One or living on the moon, living on Mars or living on uh, a moon around Jupiter. That's just stepping stones. What we need is a real planet. That's what my book is about, is how to get to a real planet. How to use the other dimensions that's moving through our area of space for faster and light speed travel. And that's what the CD is about. Explaining why we need. And why we need... There's no way to travel faster than speed of light if we didn't have the other dimensions. Because you have to have more energy. Ships got to get bigger. Ships got to get bigger to go faster and faster. Then you need more energy to slow yourself down. But we need new concepts, new ideas. So that's what my book is about, is new ideas, new concept. That's the CD is also about. So I hope you check me out. I hope you try to learn more about space travel and what we're trying to do and where we want to live and why we want to live. It's not impossible. Kind of like saying we can't, man can't fly and everybody flies around the world to go on vacation. It's people go on vacation flying now. Vacation. Understand what that is. Back in the old days, people died trying to just get to the new world. Now we go to the other continents just on a plane and like, oh, go visit. We go visit our friends and family. We just do it for fun. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to go to a world just for fun? Go to another world just because you're visiting. Why? Because we live on this world. We live on that 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 one. That's what we're going to do. We're not going to stay in a hut. We're not going to live in a cave forever. No, we don't live in a cave no more. Some people do, but we live in homes. We live in skyscrapers. We live in outer space. That's where we're going. That's that's where the smart people go. That you know, you got your TV, you got your internet, you got your phone. You, we 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 got artificial intelligence coming out. We got 3D printers, 4D printers. AIs are advancing so quick. Robotics are amazing. Not understanding what we're doing in science is just you know that's having your head in the ground. We're going to have self-driving cars. We got them, but they're going to come out massively soon. We need to get off the planet to survive. That's what my my uh, entire goal is. That's that's. The, I want to build a ship to travel faster than speed of light. I want to step over to another dimension, let space move without us, and step back. I don't know how many people out there know, but the universe is expanding. At 1.3 miles a second in every megaparsec. The universe is expanding. It's not waiting for us. And if we're expanding, the other universes are expanding and rotating. Speed direct. We have to know how fast the other direction of... We have to know how fast the other dimensions are moving, how fast they're going, what direction they're going for us to be able to step back and forth. And if you say, oh, that's impossible, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to get a hot air balloon and fill it full of air, heat, and let it rise up and ride in a basket, and then the air current moves you. Just think about how simple that was. People thought it was impossible, but no, it wasn't. But wait a minute. Back in the old days, how did the sailors get around the ocean with a sail? They didn't roll the entire way, no. 
They put up a sail. The wind blew and they used the current of the wind. They used the wind current to move on the water. Balloon people used the balloon wind current to move in the air. We're going to use the current of the other dimension to travel to another star system. That's what we're going to do. We're going to step over and then step back. We're not going to live in the other dimensions. We're going to use it. We don't live in the air. We use it. We fly in it and we come down and land. We use the currents to get us from one place to another. We use the wind power for electricity. We use the ocean power for electricity. Back in the old days, we used the wind power to dry our clothes. Now we use electricity. More convenient, less work, everything else. Now you have energy-efficient light bulbs. We're not, we don't need as much energy anymore for, for more light. We're getting smarter and smarter and smarter. Thinking that we're not, that just means you're not paying attention. Science works, and we need to use it. Also, before I go, I want to talk about man-made climate change is dangerous as hell. Not knowing it's dangerous as hell is dangerous. Donald Trump doesn't know anything. That man is brain dead. How do I know that? Well, it's easy. He's brain dead. The earth... The oceans, I'm going to give you a short lesson. We should have never been heating up. We had the warmest, the world was the warmest on record uh, two years ago. Last year was the second warmest. Year before that, warmest. Year before that, warmest, warmest, warmest. We've had almost 10 years in a row, warmest on record. You know what the problem with that is? We should have never been heating up. The sun was in a low cycle. Understand what I'm telling you. The sun wasn't heating us up. It was calm. It was cool. It was a nice, beautiful orange. Lack of knowledge is what the problem is now. 197 countries understand that we are in danger, except for Trump and the Trumpers. Don't listen to stupid people. Listen to people that have knowledge. The Great Barrier Reefs, the reefs around the world are dying from the one degree rise in ocean sea level temperature. We have buoys, we have, we have buoys everywhere measuring the ocean temperature. Don't listen to people that don't know science. You have algae plumes, you have red algae, you have green algae. We are killing wildlife because we have a massive algae will grow. Yes, Mother Nature will come back, but it destroys what we need to survive. You're going to, Trump, here's, here's something simple. Trump said, oh, what we need is more global warming because it was cold outside. No, that's what's called a polar vortex split. The polar vortex, we used to have one with little fingers. Then, 
the Poli- the science has been you got to understand science has been warning for years about this. I'm old. I'm 61 this year. Scientists have been warning us year after year after year that we have a problem. Some people understand that. The other people that don't are stupid people. We have a problem. We must correct this for our children to survive. The fingers now are longer, so now you're going to get hot, cold, hot, cold. So when it's cold outside, then hot outside, cold outside, hot outside, that is called a polar vortex split. Study. Learn what a polar vortex split is. Don't listen to people that don't know anything. My knowledge about man-made climate change is a lot. Don't listen to people that don't know anything. Get some knowledge and understand we're in danger. I got girls and grandkids. My children are in danger. Your children are in danger. Understand that. Go against Trump. He doesn't know anything. Get out. Get out and vote. Do something. And become a smart person. Get, Get out and care about people. Care about yourself. Care about your kids. Because it's not good right now. And I can tell you, I'm going to give you the worst news scenario. The sun was in a low cycle. It was very cool. Now it's starting to go the other way. You haven't even gotten hot on the planet yet. It's going to get really hot. Because the sun's going to go the other direction. You're going to have a lot more solar flares and it's going to heat up. Sun does 11 year swing cycle. Get some knowledge. Understand how dangerous it is. This is the reason scientists are speaking up. They have knowledge. I got knowledge. I've been... Learn some things. Study. Do I get excited? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm also pissed off. I'm a pissed off white man. Against Trump and the Trumpers, and the Republicans. There's, there's only a couple good Republicans. I don't know what happened to them. There were only a couple good ones. Senator John McCain passed away, and Trump dishonored him. I come from a military family. I don't know how many people out there are military. I come from a military family. My father was 22 years Marine Corps. I'm named Clemens after my dad's brother that died in the war. We're not the people to be picking on or pissing off. So get out there, vote, do something. All right? So anyway, well, that's just me just being me. So be yourself, get out, do something, vote. And remember, study. Because we're, we're in a bad situation right now. And if you're not paying attention to the weather around the world, start paying attention. People are suffering everywhere around the world. Puerto Rico is still suffering. Get out, do something, help out. You guys take care. I got children's books out. I got Mystical Truth Tales out. I've got Galactic Keys coming out. I've got uh, Dream Your Dream, How to Make Yourself Better. So I'm for making yourself better. I'm for being better, understanding more, moving more. All right? 
So you guys take care, do more, share, and help out. Take care.